Blog Talk Radio. Good day, everyone. Welcome to the Neil and Kristen Baker Psychic Hour. Hopefully you can hear both of us today. So we're going to be asking from feedback from our callers to ensure that we are both heard clearly and we're not going in and out. One of us, that is. It's usually it's one or the other. Um, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> moving right along. 914-338-0164 is the call-in number. Press 1 if you'd like to speak with us. And we would love it if you joined us on Facebook and on Twitter. Those accounts are linked at our blog, under our Blog Talk Radio profile I have to enunciate today. Um, and I'm sharing to our pages, so hopefully we'll get some callers um, generated from our shares. Is this working? Okay. I'm going to have to do this while we take on the caller because I'll waste time. It's always confusing. It was all seamless the way they had the um, the pages and your own personal Facebook page linked with the Blog Talk Radio, and then they changed the format. So you actually have to go every, through every individual page and post, and it is time-consuming stupid. They should not have redesigned it. If Blog Talk Radio is listening, I'm sure they're not. Change it back to the way it was so it makes it easy to post two um, pages simultaneously. Okay, we have a caller from 508. Hi, guys. It's been a long, long time. I'm still listening. I don't always, I'm not able to tune in too much, um, like when you guys have the shows, but I am listening um, as they as they backlog, and I'm I'm still a faithful listener. So I don't know if you remember me. This is Mary, um, and I'm trying to think. Ten eighteen eighty five thirty three. Yes, weird. Okay, Mary, Mary, Mary. Quite contrary. Yes. Yeah. Hi. Yeah. Well, I, we're married I, and. And happy. Yes, I I will say you guys kind of were my shining light throughout that really confusing situation. And everything that you said, Neil, you were right about everything. It all worked out the way that it was supposed to. And I uh, just calling for confirmation too that it worked out great. And I'm hoping that maybe this little bind that I'm in right now, you might have some uh, advice for me. Okay, let's hear it. So sure. Did you get okay. 10, 10, 18, she's a 33.6. Yeah. yeah. Let's see where she's yeah. at in her scale. In her scale, yeah. appropriately. <laughs> 
I'm 37, so I just went through. I just went through the six times six, 36, and a lot happened that year. I'll tell you, um, it was crazy. Like I moved. Uh, my mom was sick with cancer, um, and she has survived, luckily. But there was a lot of shifts. It's funny, my husband, um, he was going through a shift as well because he's a five, and he's, he turned 50 that year. Um, oh, yeah. So he was on a multiple. My daughter is a seven. She was on a multiple of seven, so she was seven years old. So a lot so of, like, crazy stuff. She's yeah, a seven, like, our like whole total seven. She's just a seven by karmic number as well, right? She's not like yeah, yeah. She's a seven, seven. Yeah, yeah. She's three five two thousand fifteen. So wait, three um, five? No, she's not a seven. I mean, she may be a seven, but she's not. What's her birthday? Your daughter? Yeah, it's three five two thousand fifteen. Two thousand fifteen. So she's she may be a seven, but she's not a seven by karmic number she's a seven by master number sometimes when the by when children number, yeah. you know the children born after the 2000s their their karmic numbers are so low that it's like their master number is the karmic number as well but she's not eight nine ten eleven so at 16 she's going to have yeah. a major change and she's <laughs> who doesn't at 16 <laughs> i'm almost like that's gonna Boy, be crazy <laughs> you have to look forward to okay so your I dilemma <laughs> Um, so, okay, so this is the situation. I went back to school last year when I was 36 because I was like, if I'm going to make a change, it's a good year to do so, yes? So I okay. went back to school. I did really well. I got a job from my mentor through school. Like, he was really impressed with my work. He usually doesn't get people jobs after. He got me a job. Um, about two months into the job, I lost the job. So I was laid off. And now I am, like, not able to get a job. Like, I am looking and looking and applying and trying everything and reaching out to people I might know who might have connections. But it's just, like, not – it's not, like, coming through for me. And I feel, like, really lost, and I'm just not sure so what's what, coming for me. What happened with the mentor? I mean, where is the mentor in all this? Well, the well the job that he that the mentor got me, he was basically serving as my boss at that time. Um and um the company was a startup company, so they had to lay a lot of the people off and I was one of them because I had just gotten hired, so I hadn't worked there very long. Um and basically we not that we lost touch, but we sort of did. He's like he felt very remorseful for having gotten me into the situation where like I basically got hired and then was dropped like two months later. So he felt kind of, I think he felt really embarrassed about it. And um, like, we just kind of haven't spoken since. So now I'm just kind of off and it's a tech job and tech is really volatile right now, but I am applying to jobs like every day and I just am getting nothing and it's really frustrating. Well, the first thing that came in before you mentioned anything regarding a job is a location change. Now, location change may not apply to your residential situation, but a location Mm -hmm. change has applied to your job situation, at least your day job, because your day job is not is not tech. You're a musician. So, I mean, that's a separate issue. But obviously, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, the music, the music's is not like right now I have a contract job with a school for audio. Um, but that the work is kind of sparse. 
Um, so right now that's only that's really only. And then when I moved here, I got quite a bit of money from the last place that I sold. So I'm kind of, you know, taking from that little pool, you know, every month to make the bills. And I'm, I'm doing okay with that. But other than that, I have a contract position. I make a little bit from music. I have the audio contract position with the school. But I'm really just looking for a full-time, like, not like all these little contract things, like something that's, you know, something I can just depend on and stable. And it's just been so difficult to find. So, I mean, as far as the music performance aspect is concerned, your goal is not to continue in that path. Well, I mean, it's just not sustainable. You know, it's like, it's, it's a very like small amount of income and, and, and it's, it's broken up and it's not, I mean, I, I'm never going to stop making music. Like I'm on a label and I'm like as a solo artist and I have, you know, another project that I do and I'm very active with that. And that's a hot, but that's more of like, I don't think that's ever going to become a career for me. Like, of course that would be a dream, but you know, it's, you know, you have to manage your expectations with how far you can go with that stuff. And I just, you know, I, I put a lot of time into it and it's something I'm really passionate about, but I don't think it's something I could. Swing well, right off. Very, yeah. And you're in a, you're in a, a kind of fringe genre. I'm not that. Yes, I am. <laughs> you know, that, that I makes know. it more difficult. I mean, you know, sure. perhaps if you would have, yeah, I don't know, explored your, um, explored being a musician earlier, learned music, uh, you know, as far as learning how to read music, going that path, getting a degree Mm -hmm. in music. Not that that's Mm -hmm. necessarily the way you would have wanted to go, but, you know, there are jobs if you're an orchestra player. I mean, that part, you have to keep those together. I mean, a lot of people with orchestra jobs are freelance musicians. They're working day jobs, too. Same thing with opera uh, people in opera choruses and a-level opera choruses you know they're i mean there are full-time positions and it pays very well because you're union but um you know again you're teaching you're singing um mm-hmm. at mass on sundays as a cantor or what you know whatever denomination right. you're singing. And so there's all kinds of different then you're doing you know side jobs doing you know winery jobs because you're you know wanting to do and then, then you're in a different different genre than your than your um favorite genre um right exactly as far as i mean the, you know w- what would be really great is if you could like teach music but because you don't have the background you're obviously mm-hmm. doing something in school right the audio what is what is that exactly well, i i never went to school like i i haven't i went back to school for actually ux design which is like um see i was like i'm very i was really into audio and audio production for a long time and i, I you know like the computer and like stuff like that um, you know, and plugins and, and digital audio workstations and all that stuff. It's not difficult for me to learn. So I was like, you know, I'm going to go into, an, I'm going to go into something similar with a computer that's, you know, creative still, because, you know, I'm a creative person. And I'm like, I'll just go into that. And so like, I did really well in the UX course, like I did really well, I graduated in six months and a nine month um you know, program. Um, my mentor is really impressed with me. He got me a job right out after. Um, and I just really took to it. And I was like, I really like UX. It's awesome. But it's just so hard to get a job as a junior in that field. It's really competitive. And what I'm finding is that, 
you know, I have an unconventional pathway. Like I'm, I was an audio producer, audio engineer, um, going into UX design, which is almost like graphic design. You know, it's a really tough uh, way to like swing into a new career path and get someone to bite. You know what I mean? Like it's really yeah. like gotta be someone who you maybe you meet someone and they help you into it because it's just really competitive. The money is really good. Like UX jobs start at like 80, between 70 and 80 grand just for a junior. I mean, it's really good money, you know? Yeah. Um, and just a, a side question, lemons. Any lemon Sorry? story? Lemon. <laughs> like, huh? <laughs> um, <laughs> lemons. Lemons. Any lemons in your home? Have you eaten lemon I recently? I limes like crazy lately and I have like a huge pile of them because I've been making like lime water <laughs> so okay. crazy, but well, you know what I'm going to count that I mean we're in the same I, it, I'm going to give myself credit for that one lemons <laughs> limes interchangeable it's funny so you, you mentioned are... that because I was gonna I was gonna make a post on my social media and say listen I got a huge pile of limes right now and you guys got to try this. <laughs> That's funny. So, you know, I mean, it's about turning turning lemons or limes into lemonade limeade. So you've got to figure out what it is you're going to do to turn this somewhat sour situation. I mean, your mentor, you know, I, I want to say, I hate saying that. I want to say, I want to say, of course I want to say it. I'm going to say it. I, I really feel that your mentor shouldn't have just, abandoned you and I don't know if there's any way for him to be of assistance to you um going forward would you be comfortable yeah. having a conversation with him or no um yeah I suppose it was just I know the last email that we exchanged was like about a month ago maybe a month and a half ago after Christmas and I was just like oh have Merry Christmas blah 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 like his mentorship to me was really only to a certain point, you know, it was through yeah. the school and, you know, it, eventually it kind of dropped. He's got plenty. I mean, he's got like three jobs, so I can't see him being like, oh, I mean, I might be able to reach out and be like, hey, like, do you know of anything else? Like, or did you, have you heard of anything? But it's just, it's a tough thing. It's really, I feel very alone. Um, well, let me have Neil chime in here and see if he has come up with anything in terms of a creative idea while I've been blabbering on and on and on? Well, your, your, um, your karma suggests that you do have some built-in issues that move throughout your life. So we've got that notion going because if you're one, zero, one. So we can't change that. You, you will have troubles like this, typical of life. You, your uh, day is on an eight, though. There's an eight. And mm -hmm. in your move over at 33, you reflect that eight in your year. Now, that's good. That part's good. The eight is next to a five, which is expression, which is what you basically do, your voice. And eight and five is 13 or four, which is balance. So probably what you're doing is your, as you move forward, sometimes we take a step back because karma has to continuously be resolved. Even though you've had all these changes at 33, there's still this notion. And that zero, uh, Mary, compels you to have to go back at times. 
because it, mm. that zero indicates something in a prior lifetime where you utterly obliviated your life. You did something horrible, and it's next to two ones. So there's this relationship dispatchment, if you will, that um, occurs throughout your life. The good news is that you've got an eight and a five. So you're anchored post 30, the age of 33, you're anchored with some wonderful numbers. And so the, you're going through a passage that is more like inactivity, probably won't last more than a month or two from what I'm gauging. Then you will, um, what's going to happen is that sometimes if you just move with me on this a little bit, sometimes the sounds of insects can be incorporated into music. You know, crickets, mm-hmm. um, beetles, they all have this sound of energy. Speaking of which, uh, the beetles. Oh, the beetles. We heard yeah. the beetles. Yeah. <laughs> so there's two things that you have to consider. And I'm opening up your life in a way that you may not be able to relate to immediately because I think it has to do with past lives. <clears throat> but my first question to you is, if you were to be asked a question on a test regarding your life experiences, what would you say in reference to insects? Well, I don't know. I will say it's funny that we recently I had uh, my husband did a remix for me of one of my songs. And at the beginning, it's called Night, the song's called Nightlife. And at the beginning, he put uh, some crickets uh, sounds at the beginning of the song the remix you know so it sounds like bugs at night yeah you see i will did, say the yeah. thing about in i will say the oh, thing about insects i would say is i am fearful of spiders for the most part because i just creep out about them but what the biggest most wonderful memory i have about insects is we used to when i was a kid we used to live um by a, a lake and 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 when i was a kid i used to go out and see the fireflies and I would catch them in the jar just to see them glow for a minute and then let them go. Um, but that was something really special for me. Well, you see, because in a lot, in a past life, you were a little Miss Muffet. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> now she's Mary Mary, quite contrary. I mean, yeah. She's just, just <laughs> a life full of nursery rhyme. You see, the, the crucial, that's fine. You had some experiences, and those are all nice. They seem to be pleasant. You're afraid of spiders. A lot of people are. Don't There's kill them. To be. Don't ever Don't. kill a spider. Get bad karma. Put you it really in a jar, jar and put it outside. Um, the, the, the significant factor is your husband putting in crickets, literally. So the, what's happening is that your journey post-marriage, there's something coming in whereby you'll be revived. Now, it has a little bit to do with your husband. So the correlation between you advancing forward into a more agreeable position of your life is going to be corresponding to your husband's movements. So like if your husband gets a raise or something wonderful happens to him and he just expresses it to you casually, that's going to be your sign that the bell's going to ring for you to 
stand up to the plate and get onto your life as you're trying to find it at this point. And he's he's 11, um, 73, 72. Yeah, you're so, you know this. It's 11, 12, 71. Yeah, and I will tell you that um, he's had quite a journey himself as he was a musician for 20 years. And then we both kind of took an IT course. Like we both did it together. And uh, he ended up getting a job. He was working in the same school as I am, um, you know, doing audio work. And he ended up getting a job in the IT department, making really good money. And uh, we both, none of, I mean, we're we're outsiders in a way because we're creative folk, you know. And no way did I ever think, and he never thought that he would ever get that type of stability in a job, you know, especially pay, being paid so much. So, you know, his journey gives me hope because I feel like, okay, another outsider, you know, he found his way. Eventually, well, you know, well, 50. Well, Mary, you yeah. see, uh, your master numbers together become an 11. Mm-hmm. You yeah. have essentially 11 mm-hmm. in your first and third numbers. He has it in mm-hmm. his first mm-hmm. two numbers, not to mention his second and third. And first and last. Yeah. Yeah. So, there, so there's a past life. Him putting uh, crickets into the incorporation of your recording suggests a reflection of a past life incident uh, that it, the, the the duplication of it doesn't have to necessarily be comprehended in any way. It just is happening. It's like a recurring note. So probably I would say no later than May, you should have a position but, but if one of you is intending to write more music or incorporate mm-hmm. the team something that has to do with images of nature in some remote way, like the sun is implied or the moon or the sky, this will be an indication that you are coming around the corner to your next journey in terms of your profession and your job. So. Two things. One, your husband, by the way, his five is broken up in his eleven twelve. So that's his master yeah. number broken up. Go ahead. Yeah. Oh, I was just gonna say I, I've actually I, I talked to him about his numerology and I thought it was very interesting because you guys really helped out. Um he has eleven twelve and he's a twenty three five. Um and you said the just this is a side note, but the two and three, twenty three five, his father, um like committed suicide when he was 23 it was like a huge break so uh you know you you guys kind of were so i couldn't believe how accurate like the whole thing was when i we started looking to his birthday like oh my gosh like it just really it really changed for him when he was another thing too when he was 23 he left in music which is a very successful career for him for about 20 years and then when he was 46 that's when we met we he ended up leaving where he was and and we ended up being together and um he left a place he had lived for over 20 years and and just a huge shift in life again the coast i remember yep yep yep. and this was at Um, 46 which is insane yeah um yeah exactly because it's the doubling of the karmic number well see when he was 46 that's 30 years beyond his karmic number which which is your karmic number no, no. 23, 33? No, 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 no. It's the doubling of 23. 
It's 23 times 2. It's the doubling of his karmic no, number. No, well, he was 26. It's 23 it was, times 2. It was 23 years since he was been 23. It's 33. When he was 46, it was 20 years. <laughs> they met when he was 46. I'm sorry. They met when he was 46. Correct. So it was twenty. Well, no, we didn't meet years. then. We didn't meet then. We didn't you meet didn't. then. He left his. He decided to leave his situation. situation. You know, you and his. Hair. Right. Yeah, he decided he to was, move, and he got a one decided to get a divorce from the woman he was with. And he was unhappy, and so it was a huge change of life at no, that no. doubling. What happened when he was forty six years old? That's what she just she just said. That's what he, yeah, he decided. He told me he's like, I'm going to get a divorce, and and I'm going to move, and I'm going to move out to you well, and all well, that. So it was huge. When he was forty six, the they didn't. Years. But it doesn't matter. What what you said was something like thirty years after his karmic number. No, it was his doubling of the twenty three. That they yeah. that he decided to leave his situation and be in a relationship. And I remember they was not certain that this was going to pan out as a marriage. Yeah. It was like, you know, are we going to be together? Are we not? And ultimately, you were, which is great. Now, what was I going to say? Something. <laughs> I'm sure it was something. Um, so. So the 23-5, okay, that's, that's what it was. The 23-5 is broken up. The master number is broken up. Then you mm-hmm. identify the changes. Um, what I wanted to ask about is what, so in this music, in the school, I, I, mm-hmm. because I, I feel like not technologically advanced whatsoever in the musical realm. Um, mm-hmm. so you're doing something with music in technology in schools. So you're working well, with Well, it's audio editing for, for a school. So audio, audio editing for a school. That's what we – so the same school that Tom – because we have a mutual friend um, who helped us both. So he gave Tom the job a couple about three years ago for audio editing as a contractor. And then Tom ended that. up leaving, getting his job. As you know, he went into the IT, got the full time, and then now I'm contracting at that same school. So you know, I guess I'm hoping maybe it might lead to a job like full time at the school eventually. But so no, what do you edit? I mean, like what what, what kind of audio like editing? Oh, see, I mean, just tech. I mean, things have changed so much in the way of technology. So in my day, no, I mean, there wasn't podcasts. There weren't podcasts or any uh, jobs that would require an audio editor at a school. So things yeah. have changed greatly. And I'm sure for you, too. Did you have podcasts and an audio editor at your school, Mary? No. Me? Oh, oh well, I, I, I went to for distance education. Like, I didn't really go directly for school. Oh. Um, okay. But I, but so no. <laughs> Yeah, but I think even in your generation, no, this is much later. So now you're doing this audio editing for a school. You want it to pan out into something full-time. I love it to pan out into a job in UX, maybe at the school. I mean, the school has a UX department, but who knows? Or maybe a a full-time job in the audio editing, not just contracting, you know? That'd be cool, too. Anyway. Is there any way to approach anybody about this? I mean, this is practical. Tip, well, but. yeah, I mean, my, my my friend who who employed me, like he's my best friend, and he's the only one really employed in that department for the most part. I mean, there's one other woman who's his 
superior. But other than that, uh, he's him and her basically the only ones in there. I don't know if the school will get the budget for a full-time position this year, but if it does, I'm going to apply for it. And if I can get it, I'll be so happy. But I don't know, you know, again, like, I think the thing with it, guys, is uh, hmm, I feel like it's if I knew it was going to come to an end at some point, I would feel much better. But being like, okay, holding out is just so frightening. Oh, my God. Uh, well, you have another you change at 39 coming. I mean, and you're 37 now? Yes. Oh, just wait two years. No big deal. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, you want to have a gainful income and not feel like you're struggling. Um, yeah. And for your, does Tom's benefits, I mean, does Tom have benefits that cover the family? Like yeah, healthcare? yeah, which is good. Yes, yeah, which is thank God for that. And that's great. It's just more like where we moved is way more expensive than where we were living before. And, but I felt like I had to get, hmm? Wait, wait, Neil just said, which state is she in? I said, Rhode Island or Delaware? I can't remember. No, no, it was Rhode Island. Now it's Mass. Well, so we moved to Mass. Back to Mass. I, I grew up here. So yeah, oh, I moved back. But no, well, very happy to be back. Well, I did not know that. So that's the thing. That, okay, let's go back to the beginning of reading. I said, you know, you talked about your job and, and you know, looking for a job, needing work. I, and I said, well, you know, the first thing that came in for me, Mary, was the location change. Now, right. I don't know if we've moved, but but it, this could be, this could have to do with the job, not necessarily move. But in fact, you have moved. We didn't know that. Well, Tom, well, yeah, he, he wanted to come back. I mean, we wanted to get a, a place to live that was closer to the school in Boston. He, you know, he was like, let's, you know, let, let's see if we can find something closer. So that's why we moved to where we are here. But as you know, close to the city, even an hour out is just like more expensive, you know. It is. But I mean, that's yeah. an expensive area. I mean, it's nice. Oh, yeah. I like it's nice. Yeah, sure. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, but it's a lot. So I guess it's just like I, I have saved, you know, I, like, I'm not like drowning. I got savings from when I sold the old place still in the bank account. But and I can make it another two months without having to feel stressed. But there's a part of me that's just like, is this going to pan out or am I just going to have to? Like, I always feel like there is a bit of a, like, I feel like I like I the reason I like talking to you guys is because sometimes I do feel that when it comes to employment, for me, it's always been sort of a struggle for me, like, to find my feet. And I... I'm 37. I've gotten this far. I've done okay, but it's always been a point of my life that's been a, a like a soft spot, like where I'm just like I don't really. I wonder if there's just something just you know, just preventing me from getting like the success that I really, you know, even okay, in music, so- like I've always kind of struggled, you know, and I mean I struggled to kind of get myself known and all that stuff, even though I've worked with people that are really like successful and and it should have bolstered me a lot I just never have gotten I've always felt like I just am never going to get what I want you know it's a tough industry I mean it's a tough industry and it takes I mean it's not only talent (laughs) oh yeah I know it's it's not talent I don't even think it is it's just yeah, yeah, it's like publicity I mean, and are social media. Very legitimately talented and skilled in their in their craft, but a lot of the time it is luck. I mean, it's luck, luck, yeah. luck, luck, luck. And there's a lot of mediocre people in a lot of different <laughs> yeah. industries that make a lot of 
a lot of money. They have a lot of power. We were just talking about this last night. And, you know, there are those that are, you know, in their small corners of the world, they have had some success, some success, some professional success, and then it just dies off. And, you know, that's karma a lot of the time. Right. Um, but it's like, I don't want to go down without a fight. You know what I mean? Like for both of these things, like, you know, I'm, I'm always pursuing no, my creative career and I'm going to pursue this. I'm not going to drop it, you know, keep at it. No. And, 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 and even for those in the dark corners of the world who dropped off the map in terms of their, 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 uh, uh public persona, yeah. you know, encourage, I, I encourage all of them to continue at their art because I mean, yeah. you know, you have to continue. Yeah. How, how can you quit? If you're an artist, you're going to be an artist for life. That's um, true. For life and putting energy towards that is gratifying enough. I mean, even if you've had to, you know, make a switch in career or whatever. Now, mm-hmm. do you own in Massachusetts? Yes. Great. Yes. Yeah, I know. Pretty cool. It's it's expensive, but it's a it's a it's an accomplishment. Like I got three times as much as I paid for my last for the I bought a house two family by myself with my daughter, you know, years back uh, when she was like one or two, and we lived up there, and I raised her by myself for three years, and um, I got three times as much for the place that I paid for it when I sold it. So did pretty well. Oh put a big chunk of change on this new place. So it felt great, but still, you know, yeah. If, if we're, you know, in terms of a short span of time here, uh, your problem isn't so much talent. We're talking about the connection to money mm-hmm. in your profession. So I'm going to ask you a question. You don't need to answer it on the air, but if you can allude to it or answer it directly, that would help. Now, you said you have a small amount of change tucked away somewhere. Now, mm-hmm. where, if you can express this, what, you, in terms of your your liquid assets, your money, I'm coming mm-hmm. up with 40000 Does 40000 fit into any category of your savings? No, it's, well, it's less than that. It's about half. <laughs> it's about half of 40000 Okay, but, uh, so what, what, what's going to happen you see you said it's less than half that puts us at 20 yep roughly speaking or maybe even 18 no it's more it's a little bit more it's like 25 so oh it's 25 okay yeah. so it's about 15 less than what i came up with <laughs> right okay now if we look at that 15 and we incorporate it into your birth dates we have a one in Tom's birth date and a five in yours in terms of the year. Now that is next to an eight, which is a money sign in your year. The one in his year, the five in your year, that's 15. That's the difference between 25 and 40. And then it's next to an eight in your year, which is money. So I think probably what's going to happen yeah, I'm a little confused. If you got three times the amount of selling your home, why don't you have more in savings? Because she had to buy another home. I I put 25% down on this house so that it, the mortgage wouldn't be so high. So oh, how much was this house? Wait. Ah, worth? How much was this house worth? Uh, I think it's 494 for this house, and uh, I think it was 
I paid and I got three ten for the last place, but I still owed on that one too, you know. So you put down how much? I'm sorry. Twenty five percent. So about one fifty? One fifty? Yeah, it was a lot. It was a yeah, it was a lot I put towards us. So then I I walked away with like sixty three and then I we had to buy stuff and then we had some a couple things break. So <laughs> So I had you know, before Neil asked how much, you know, the house cost, the previous house, I wrote down one fifty. So he was going to his forty thousand figure about assets mm-hmm. on hand. I was thinking one fifty value of the home. No. Not it wasn't value of the home, but it was actually more equivalent to what you put down on the house. Now we're coming right. to Massachusetts next week. The the twenty five thousand dollars. Where exactly are you keeping that? In, so in your home. So when you go out, we can find it. What does Tom bring to the table? Does he have any savings or assets or anything? Um, not really. Like he's like, he, 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 he works a job and he can make a pretty good amount of money. Uh, it's way over 40, you know, it's like maybe 70, he makes about 74,000, 70, yeah, about 74,000 a year. So that's pretty good. Um, but okay. no, he doesn't really have much savings. <laughs> no, well, you see, but we're talking in code is 74, 74 comes to an 11, which is his month. So we, and his his eight is broken up in his seventy one. You have two eights. So what we're trying to do for you is try to we're trying to figure out by numerical code how where your next rounded figure of money is. So we have to stretch back for a minute. Why did he put crickets in that uh, recording? Oh, because it was the song was called Nightlife, and he thought it was could would be like kind of cool and. Kind of abstract to throw some. <laughs> nightlife. Okay, so nightlife. The the when you look at night, nightlife, the the initials would come to five three, which is an eight. So now we have to mystify, demystify this code. That's what we have to do, and we demystify the code by looking at nightlife N L. That comes to an eight, and now we're trying to find the maze through which we discover the money, like monopoly. And we're trying to find it, the way we get over there. So have you ever in your life lived by a park? Yeah, I, my old place was right near a park we used to walk to. Okay, so can you give that. me the address of your old place, just the numbers? Eight, yeah, sure, 8-6. That's a 5. So 8-6. 8-6 is actually in your eight, year because it's 8 eight. And then the 19 is a 1 plus the 5 is 6. So now we know that the journey you've had since you've been living in that home is connected to your next element of making money. Uh, do you know the day you left that home? Yeah, it was uh, the 29th of July, which I wasn't happy we moved on the 29th because I hate 29th. <laughs> well, at least you left on a 29th. Well, that comes in. to an 18. That comes to an 18, so we're still in your code. Yeah, you should be you should be finding a, a, a different chapter of money in about two months. I don't know where how it's going to get there. Or what it's going to be. That's yeah, the first that's calculation the by our coded uh, journey here. And have you had okay. have you or anybody in your family needed eyeglasses lately? Anything with eyes? Oh me. Oh yeah, actually my husband had to go to an eye specialist just recently because he has this little 
kind of gross thigh type of thing over his eye and they wanted to, they think they're going to have to take care of it. Okay. So it just is another indication that we're sort of, we're not sort of, we're giving you correct information. Now how that, the information is correct. The predictions are correct. How they're locked in is going to be another matter because it, it may be configured by your own energy and your own approach and your own attitude but the stage is set for you to probably almost double your income soon. Oh, I hope so, Neil. Like, seriously, I really do. And uh, I'm, I'm going to have to keep you guys posted as to what I will say one thing. Talk about people who are really talented that don't, you know, I feel like you guys should have more listeners. I think you're amazing. And, uh, you know, it's like crazy. you got to, like, dig through to get to you guys. And you're amazing. And uh, you've been always right on the ball with me. So I, I owe you for a lot. I owe you for your insight. I owe you for, uh, you know, just the knowledge of karma and what that means and, like, being able to incorporate that into my life and the people that I love. And you don't have – I mean, it's a it's, it's a bit of a party trick when you ask someone what their, you know, full birth date is and you tell them, hey, what happened when you were – and yeah. they go, oh, my God, how did you know that? I mean, that is – wild yeah it's, it really is well like us all your friends about us um, yeah. we appreciate it i appreciate you guys so much and I'll, i'm going to update you in a couple months and see what what comes of it Perfect. okay is that it Our, is that it do i want to ask anything else now <laughs> I, 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 I yeah well huh? i i have one more thing to ask just oh, one more yeah, sure. Just one more question, off the cuff. Um, jungle gym. Does your daughter play on jungle gyms? And if so, has she had any recent playground injuries? Weirdly enough, I will tell you something crazy that I can't believe you just mentioned this. I was going through my like LinkedIn profile, and I had a couple pictures up that I took, and one of them was my daughter on a jungle gym. Uh, and I was like, wow, that photo I took was really amazing. Like, wow, that's a really great one because it really – looks like the depth of field like the way that you see her between the bars and then the bars in the back it's like a really kind of a cool like dynamic shot and I was looking at it the other day and I thought wow that's really cool so it's weird that you mentioned that but yeah that's my correlation with jungle gems at this very moment okay okay perfect well uh, no injuries I guess that's a good thing but jungle no gyms, injuries okay, okay. So just another validation that you're moving forward in the right direction, that we're going to be putting out energy for your future success, and hopefully something will come in. I would, I would definitely, I don't know, what do they have those, uh, what are they called? Um, the scouts that, that, you know. Oh, recruiter. Recruiter, thank you. Mm-hmm. Recruiters, I don't know if there are any recruiters that you can get in touch with, but, you know, do everything keep going forward, trying. Yeah, I know you are. Yeah, the only thing, uh, I, I can't help it because uh, Kristen came up with Jungle Gym. When, <laughs> when we look at those initials, we get actually 1-7, which is your husband's inverted year. Now, now it gets into a different phase because when that, when, when that attaches to your husband now, it, you took the photograph, your daughter's on Jungle 17, 17 is averted 71. That brings in Tom. And now that brings in, whether you like it or not, his father who committed suicide. 
Yeah. So there's something going on between the echoes, between our time-space dimension in, from the astral realm. And there's a name coming in named Robert. Oh, my dad. Uh, he's passed away now. Who's Robert? Yeah, he's been, my dad. Your dad. Oh, your dad. Da- then your dad is here. Your and dad. she had a difficult relationship with her father. Yeah. It, well, you might have had a difficult relationship with your father. Your father crosses over. He sees what he did wrong. He gets scolded. And in little clumsy ways, he's trying from the soul-wise to reach out. It's too late, but he's trying to reach out. But he just popped in. Oh, I still love my dad, and I love him very much. And he was just, I, I see, you know, honestly, as I get older and I, reflect on our relationship i i i've I've really healed that within myself and i I don't blame him for anything and i i really appreciate all the stuff he's done for me you know honestly i i think i just looked at him different i just looked at him different and i should have looked at him a different way i think well well, you're getting your eyeglasses so everything should be fine (laughs) (laughs) yeah so cool that was a really nice remark yeah so I think that um, what we're probably looking at is don't worry about your income. It's coming up. It's going to be increased. What you have to do is just keep your forward eye motion positive. It sounds like you've got some <laughs> worries going on. I wouldn't do that because, you know, when you have those worries going on like that, what it does is it attaches way back in time to one of your past lives where your worries resulted in you probably eliminating your life. <sighs> way back there. Yeah. So we don't want, to, we don't want us, those bubbles to come back up again. So all you got to do is very simple. Be positive. Review the reading again. And send us $40,000. <laughs> I love you. You guys are awesome. Like, literally. Thank you. I'm like, and, I, and thank you. Thank you. Okay, I have one more thing. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, no, sure, yeah. Sorry. You're wrong. <laughs> led to Randy, Randall, Randy or Randall, anywhere. Randy. Oh, no, Randy. Wasn't that the doll on TV Herman, though? I don't know. It's like that little doll he had. (laughs) I know. Yeah, Randy was, Randy, Randy was the bad guy. I think Randy was the uh, the guy, the, the puppet that came in and was always doing bad things. Huh. Yeah, do you remember that? <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. I never watched the show. I just couldn't deal. Yeah, I met Pee Wee Herman. Uh, yeah. You did? Oh, that's so restroom. amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm We're jealous. I love that. We and got arrested. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, no, uh that was Randy. That he was a little. He had red hair and it was spiked up. Yep. And, and Randy, I always think of a redhead with Randy. I don't know why. Yeah. Randy <laughs> seems like redhead's name. But Randall, Randall. I don't know if there's a Randall yeah. last name in your history. No, Randall. I don't know any of that. That doesn't make any. But maybe it will have some significance going forward. I'll have to keep out <laughs> an eye out for it. Perhaps. No, if a recruiter can, calls me with the name Randy. That's a good yeah. thing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, it's been nice to right. check back in, Mary. It was so nice. Thank you. I mean, this is a lot of time of your time, and I really appreciate it. I know you guys, uh, I always really enjoy the topics, and I enjoy how listening to other guests and all that. So I, I really appreciate you guys a lot. And 
uh, yeah, so I, I'll, I'll stay in touch, you. and uh, hopefully it will t- turn itself around. I hope be so. The first yeah, I will. It will. Okay, take All right, guys. care. All right, have a good weekend. Thank you. Okay. So, like, ever since we started the radio show prior to the show, I'm smelling this horrible woman's fragrance. Woman, it's you don't smell that. No. You did. What did you do? I, I've recently changed my way of looking at life. Uh, <laughs> I no, mean, I, 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 I you didn't put anything on from the newspaper, like yeah, a, I snuck in your bed. No, sometimes you do that. Like, there's there's a Fragrance. I only do that when I'm wearing my girdle and my, uh, <laughs> high heels. I I don't. I mean, you know, the smell is like overwhelming. It's like overwhelming. Maybe it's something else you're smelling. No, it's a rose, like a rose, or I don't know. It's not rose, gardenia. I mean, it's so so strong, overpowering. It's giving me a headache. Well, the. Uh, you know, I mean, smells can come in from the astral. Oh, yeah, I know. That's why they call it the astral. It's actually two S's on it. But, uh, no, well, I, I mean, remember the first time we, um, you know, in our first encounter, when I met you in person, we were doing some psychic work, and I smelled. Um, it was really strange. It was the same smell as a mulberry candle that I remembered from being like three years old. And it was, you know, attached to this woman who was stuck in astral field. But anyway, that was really you know, strong. You know, I mean, it was, was really strong. And they said, this is this exact smell. I'm really good at identifying smells yeah. from my past. When I was a kid, I so used to go to the department store. And in the there was some section where they had scents and stuff. And I would smell things just to Swiss family. Swiss Colony. Oh, Swiss and Colony, the cheeses and the yeah, sausages. Cheeses. And they which... used to have big barrels of spices. And I would um, open up the lid and smell it and because each one invoked some kind of memory on my parts. Sometimes it was quite mesmerizing. But the smells can permeate through from the astral realm. We can actually get a scent of something. Um, when my grandmother died, uh, I was in I was in a, a class in high school. I didn't know she was dead, but I suddenly smelled her. I, I she had a distinct smell, and I smelled her. And then an hour later, my cousin came and said, "Your grandmother's died, just died. We have to go to the hospital. I have to tell you because she was at the high school with me." She, your cousin. Yeah, my cousin. Not your grandmother. Not my grandmother. <laughs> Thank but I had, I, she would have been so, really remedial. So she came, her soul came uh, to the area where I was in the classroom and somehow permeated the, the scent of her, went into the physical realm, and I smelled her, and I, I started, you know, thinking heavily about her, and that was it. She that's was, how, she that's how it happens. Over. So smells can come in, uh, and, you know, we have to remember that as human beings, we, we, we have to be able to, have, to be alerted to smells. I mean, look at an animal. Look at a dog, a cat. They, they, their their well, yeah. noses are their life. For, and, Without and, that, they're in trouble. Right. You have a gas leak. You have a fire in your home. I mean, there's all kinds of, of, of smells that one should be aware of. 
this smell I hope to never smell again in my entire life. It is not a fragrance that I would wear or recommend to any of my friends or loved ones to wear. It is it is a horrible fragrance. It's cheap. It's a cheap smell. It's well, not getting, as expensive. Now you're getting me intrigued. This oh, cheap smell will never bring back memories. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe in the past life you were a prostitute. Maybe, maybe, maybe I was a prostitute in this life. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Well, <laughs> you know, uh, but it's interesting because we don't. It's if, very strong. We don't typically. <laughs> we don't typically. <laughs> I mean, that's uh, like in my throat. <laughs> talk about how how the smell how smells come into readings. But they do. Um, they, but do. they do. Yeah. They do. And I've had other. I mean, there's been other. Other. I can't remember specific smells that well, I've you know, that I, I've mentioned to you. But I've said, hey, do you? Oh, the other day it was incense. I said. Suddenly, it's incense. I'm smelling incense, and there's no, there was no way that incense could have been. I mean, no, we didn't burn incense, and every all the windows were shut. It was no. nighttime, so. Well, it you know, I mean, it's amazing. Our planet is so wonderful. I mean, when you, you go, you have the scent of the beach, you have the scent of a forest, the scent of a desert, Ugh, the scent of a city. We are surrounded by aromas. We're surrounded by by the atmospheric flavor of 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 scent. Wherever we go, we can, we identify it. Right, and, and so we don't usually, you know, most of us should get back in touch with wherever you are. Smell, smell the area you're in, and, and just don't be oblivious to it because every place contain some aroma or scent or smell, no matter what it is. You go into a barbershop, you know it's a barbershop. You go into a pet store, you know it's a pet store. We're surrounded by odor that usually indicates some connection to our to our life, to our experience. I, I, I used to do taste tests as a little kid you know, blindfolded taste test. So I'd be able to identify what I was eating. And that really helped me as I move forward in life, identify certain notes of, uh, you know, if you're eating fine dining foods, for example, or if you're tasting coffee, or if you're doing like olive oil tasting, which is very exhausting on the palate, to identify, you know, what does grass taste like? What is what does an onion taste like? You know, tasting it in uh, well, absence, for example. You, when you smell something, you taste it. You actually will. If you smell something that's strong, you'll ask, actually you feel ask, like you're tasting it. You absolutely. Because there's a strong connection between the nostril and the tongue and the scent. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So, uh even in the wild, if an animal eats something that makes them sick and they smell it again, they won't, they won't eat it. They retain, we retain in our sensory uh, departments history, knowledge. So it all pertains to uh, our actual survival. We need those energies in order to survive. A lot of times people will take something out of the refrigerator and smell it to see if it's spoiled. And sometimes you can't detect it by just looking at it. So in that respect, yeah, I, you know, in your, in your uh, journey of smelling this 
lavender or tulips or whatever it may it's, be. Well, I don't. I, I'm having a problem identifying the actual flower it is. It could be a mix. I, I'm not doing well on that today, but it maybe is, it's gold metal. It's it's it smells like cheap fabric softener. Is actually how I want it's to describe meth. it. That <laughs> must um, smell. Uh, no, meth is not floral. No, uh, I don't know. It's, I don't know. I don't. It, I don't. I don't smell it. You don't it. smell it. I don't smell it. So it might be something caught in your nostril hairs. No, it's not. Around. I don't think so. I keep my my nose well groomed. You know. So you say. But <laughs> okay. um. But so. Anyways, here we are talking about nostril hairs. Nostril hairs smells. And. Uh, and. Uh, and um, no, there is something going on. I'm going to go upstairs and see if I smell it upstairs. I think I'm going to. I think it's a spirit. Uh, could be a spirit. I think it's a spirit. Okay. Well, we're we're done for the day, and back on the air on Wednesday, 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern. Oh, Mary, ask ask uh, ask uh, ask your husband about uh, a Randy, just for fun, or a Randall. And uh, get back to us if you have anything to report. Okay. Have a good weekend, everybody. Bye.